there, everyone. Welcome to the Teach Them Diligently podcast. Each episode is full of real-world information to help your homeschool family thrive. I'm Leslie Nunnery, and today we are all in for a huge treat, as I'm being joined by Dr. Jeff Myers from Summit Ministries. Jeff and I will be talking about worldview in an incredibly practical way for parents. You'll leave our time together with a much better understanding of what worldview actually is, what biblical Christian worldview is, and why it's so important to prepare our children to be able to stand against the battling worldviews that they're confronted with every day. This is truly an episode that no Christian parent can afford to miss. Now, in addition to being a guest on the podcast today, we're super excited to have Dr. Myers joining us this season at Teach Them Diligently Pigeon Forge. So before we dive in, I want to tell you a little bit more about the uh, Summit Ministry Student Conferences and make you aware of a great offer they have specifically for Teach Them Diligently families. Young Christians have lots of questions, big questions about life, love, the Bible, God, and so much more. At Summit Ministries, they give high school and college students a place to explore these big ideas with today's leading Christian thinkers. If you want your kids to become more confident in their faith, send them to a student conference with Summit this summer. The time is now. Give your child an unshakable faith that can withstand the challenges of today's world. Visit summit.org forward slash diligent to get exclusive discounts, view dates, and more. Again, that's summit.org forward slash diligent. Summit.org forward slash diligent. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the podcast because we're going to give you a special way that you can save a whopping $300 off your child's registration this summer. So listen in. I promise you're going to be convinced that this is the place your child needs to go, and then we'll make it even sweeter for you by the end of the time. So now let's dive right into my conversation with Dr. Jeff Myers from Summit Ministries. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Teach Them Diligently podcast. Once again, I am very glad that you are joining us, and I am super excited to have Dr. Jeff Myers from Summit Ministries joining us today. Jeff has spent years and years and years teaching worldview, helping people understand why it's important, what it is even, because I think a lot of us toss that word around and don't even really understand it. Um, And so we're very excited to not only have him here with us today, but also have him joining us this conference season in Pigeon Forge. Um, So you are definitely going to want to make your plans to hear him there. Uh, Before I hand it over to Jeff, though, I want to make sure that you know, I got invited last year to, to visit with Dr. Kathy Cook down and Anderson at one of their summer student conferences that they host. And um, 
went down, really was just going to to kind of see it, but really just to have lunch with Dr. Kathy. And I was blown away by the level of teaching, which really wasn't that surprising. What I was shocked by was the level of engagement by the students, the, the questions they were asking. I sat in the back and I watched like literal light bulbs come on. It was the coolest thing to be able to witness from my bird's eye view. So I'm very excited for you guys to meet and hear Dr. Jeff and uh, understand all the stuff that they've got going on. So, so Jeff, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm very glad to have you here. Leslie, I've been looking forward to this so much. I can't wait for our conversation. Well, can you tell everybody a little bit more about what you guys do, just as kind of introduction, and then I want to dive in, like I kind of alluded to a second ago, at you know, just kind of breaking down this worldview conversation, because that is, I remember coming into homeschooling and hearing that word over and over and over, and I wasn't even completely sure what we were talking about. So I suspect there are others like me out there. No question. That Well, Summit Ministries is based in Manitou Springs, Colorado. It's a little hippie town right at the foot of Pikes Peak. And every year, thousands of students join us for student conferences. We have courses and Christian schools and homeschool co-ops as well. So a lot of people hmm. who are watching or listening might be familiar with Summit Ministries material from that. But our program equips and supports this rising generation to embrace God's truth and to champion a biblical worldview. Mm. We believe students can have an unshakable faith. We believe they can emerge as leaders in the critical times that we are facing in our nation. And so it is an incredible privilege. I was just smiling as you shared your experience at one of the Summit Ministries student conferences because you're right. When students come together and they realize, I can learn. I yes. can grow. This I this faith isn't just what my parents taught me. I I get this. This makes sense for me. Students feel that they can ask all of their questions. And of course, our speakers are top Christian thought leaders, people who love Jesus with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, and invest intentionally in young adults. So a two-week program is it's sort of like going to a soccer camp before soccer season. It's, it's not so much that it turns you into an awesome soccer player, but it definitely prepares you physically. Yep. It prepares you with all of the plays and the strategies. So you, you have a jump on what comes in that season. Well, in the same way, our young people need to have some, have a, have some place where they can go to develop vibrant community, be well mentored, have their questions taken seriously and grow in their love in their hearts and in their minds for Jesus. Amen. Amen. It, yeah, it was it was so exciting. And I actually sat there as I watched all of these kids. And, you know, my mind just went back to a lot of the conversations that I've had with my own children about their friends and the way that their friends think, even in what you would think is a very sheltered, you know, homeschool, Christian college, all of these things environment. There are a lot of of really misguided ideas and and applications out there. So so anyway, it was so exciting to see just truth being taught and absorbed like a sponge by all of these young adults that were there. It's incredible. And and I just want to mention the the point that you made about talking with your children about what their friends believe. That's exactly the right approach because sometimes if you just say to your child directly, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? They might be reluctant to share, but if you ask them, hey, what are your friends thinking about this? What do your friends say? Then yeah. you can find out a lot more about the kind of environment 
that they're in. I just, that was a complete side note there, but yeah. I just thought that was excellent. Well, and, and awesome. Are the, also the other thing that I've found that having those conversations with, I've got three in college now, so lots of young adults around here, but having those conversations gives me incredible insight into really culture, into the way that a generation that's well beyond me thinks. Um, so it is, it's a great learning learning process for me as a parent too, to be able to empathize and minister and serve people better because I'm getting into their heads a little bit deeper. Plus it's a discernment exercise with my kids because I get yeah. to then help shape what they're hearing and point them to the Bible and to, to what the, what God's word says is absolute truth. So it's just, it's good all around to have those conversations. Yeah, yeah, it is. And a lot of parents just don't know how to get started with it. And that's why I'm really excited for our conversation today, because that's what we that's what we get to talk about. Exactly, exactly. So for all of those who are out there wondering what in the world we're talking about, can you give us kind of the helicopter view of what is worldview? What are you talking about? Because I think if we don't understand that first, then the rest of this conversation is just going to be a little bit difficult to follow. Yeah. Well, when we help students understand their faith and and learn to really embrace it with everything that they have, we, we break it down by starting with this idea of a, of a worldview. And a worldview is not only a view of the world, it's a view for the world. In other words, everybody on the planet asks questions like, who are we as human beings and why are we here? And what is wrong with us? Because everybody knows there's brokenness that we have to grapple with, that we're trying to fix. And then how can we be fixed? How might we be, how might we be saved? And it's the interesting thing, uh, Leslie, that we found at Summit Ministries is a, a worldview. If you think of it as a pattern of ideas, it's kind of helpful. If you're playing tennis, you want to know the patterns of play that your opponent will likely use in certain scoring situations. If you're playing chess, you want to know the strategies that you can use. You're looking, you're always looking for patterns. That's true in business. If you want to be successful in business, you have to know the patterns of ideas that are at play in your business. Well, the same thing is true spiritually. We want to know the patterns of the, of the world. And, and scripture talks about this in Romans 12, 1 and 2. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. Rather, be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may know what God's good and perfect will is. We all want to know what God's will is. Every single person I've ever met, you know, hey, would you, do you want to know what God's will is? Yes, of course I do. But we, in order to understand God's will for us, we have to have our minds transformed by Jesus. And in order to do that, we need to be able to understand what Jesus is saying up against the worldviews or the patterns that are prominent around us. So a lot of Christians, uh, parents, understand Yes, I, I recognize that Christianity is a worldview. It's not just a way for me to be saved personally. It is also a way that the whole world can experience flourishing and blessing through Jesus. And so, but we get that part of it. But then what we sometimes fail to recognize is that there are counterattacks. Mm -hmm. There are counterfeit worldviews that are coming at our kids from every angle. In the popular culture, you've got three students who are, three of your children who are at the university. Uh, the universities this are, are a big place where this happens for a lot of young adults. And they become convinced that these counterfeits are actually true. And a huge percentage 
we think it could be two thirds of young adults who are significantly involved in church in their high school years are no longer even attending church, Leslie, by the time they reach their mid-20s because they have been, as the Apostle Paul puts it, taken captive by hollow and deceptive philosophies. Wow. Wow. So so as a parent, I hear I hear a statistic like that, and we've all heard, a, a lot of us have heard stuff like that. What, what, how, how is the best way to get ahead of that and to really combat and prepare them to win? Because they're going to be confronted with all this stuff. So how do we prepare them to stand with the stuff that we've kind of lobbed at them all their life? Because they've heard it all their life. But I find so often there's this disconnect between what they've heard and then they're confronted with all these other worldviews, all these other ways of thinking, and they're not prepared to address those at all. So they're shaken at their core. Yes, that's right. Well, at Summit, here's how we approach it. And there, there are three key points. And then under the first one, there are three key points. So a <laughs> little bit of an outline. If, if you're driving right now, uh, don't worry about this. You can just go back and listen to it or watch it later. But I'll try to describe it as best I can. Uh, th- and we start with this question. If two thirds of young adults are walking away from their faith, and however you process, process that theologically, they're emerging in their 20s, they're no longer engaged with their church. They, many of them no longer even consider themselves to be Christians. Well, what about the one third who stay? What characterizes those young people? We think that's a really important question. And one of our instructors at Summit Ministries, Stephen Garber, has said that in his work with thousands and thousands of young people, he's noticed three things that are true of the young adults who stay engaged with their faith as opposed to those who sort of put it on the shelf. And those three things are, first of all, well, I, they're all, they all start with C, they're conviction, connection, and community. Hmm. So conviction, they have a strong Christian worldview. And here's the key part, Leslie, that makes sense of the challenges they are facing. It's not just, oh, well, that's the stuff we do at church, but doesn't apply to anything yeah. else in life. It's something, a worldview that applies to everything. That's conviction. The second thing is connection, and that is mentors. At Summit Ministries, we help students actually line out how they can uh, develop a strategy for getting wise counsel in their own lives. Proverbs says there's wisdom in a multitude of mm-hmm. counselors. And the Barna Research Group out in California has found that a young adult who has five adult friends in church is twice as likely to stay involved in church as a young adult who doesn't have any adult friends in church. A young adult who has a mentor in that church is almost three times as likely to stay involved as the, as the ones who don't. So at Summit Ministries, we sort of picture truth and relationship as two strands of a DNA double helix, and, and they've got to intertwine together. So truth and relationship always go together. Anyway, so conviction, connection, and then the third is community. Young adults are always asking the question, who else believes this? Who who can I take seriously who also says so? And as parents, we know that, you know, if I'm trying to teach my children Latin, it's best for me to have a textbook because they're not going to look <laughs> at me and say, great, you are a Latin scholar, you're a classicist, so we, we will believe you. Even if I was a classicist, they still wouldn't believe me, would they? I mean, I need people who also say so. 
And that's what students really get in the Summit Ministries experience. They come together, they look around the room and they think there are 200 other young people here who are like me. They're asking big questions, but they want to learn and grow and have a sense of life purpose. And, and that vibrant community sticks in their minds. In fact, we just, you know, about a third, as I mentioned, of 20 somethings who grew up in the church are still attending church. Well, we studied, we did an independent study, an independent group studied this for us at Summit Ministries. 97% of Summit Ministries graduates are still regularly involved wow. with their church. So we were thrilled to see that Praise because, yeah. you know, two weeks can do an awful lot for you, but it's that long-term follow-up of being involved in the body of Christ that really shapes a person. Yeah. Amen. And I actually wanted to kind of double back to a couple of things that you said, um, because of of you know, just the the people who are who are probably listening right now, one of the things that you noted was um, that that they need to know to be able to make sense of what they're feeling and experiencing and that kind of thing. And and I just want to to park there for just a second because as parents, it is so um, tempting to shy away from what they're experiencing and seeing and not wanting to have those really difficult conversations. And sometimes they're going to say things that make you really uncomfortable and even really, really mad. And so I just, I, I want you to, to encourage parents to, to have those conversations. And why is it so important to allow them to talk, allow them to express even the things that scare us to death and make us mad so that then we have the platform to, to help them shape their thoughts and, and get back to that biblical worldview? Well, I, I love this question. I'm drawn to those kinds of students. And mm. I think a lot of it comes back to my own training. I was able to attend the Summit Ministries program when I was graduating high school. Wow. And I had decided, I don't think people in church really have the answers to the big questions in life. So I'm going to graduate from high school and I'm going to quietly graduate from church at the same mm -hmm. time. That was my plan. My parents arranged for me to attend a Summit Ministries program. This ministry has been in operation this year for 60 years. That's amazing. So I, I came out to Manitou Springs, Colorado. I walked into this really cool antique hotel where the Summit Ministry sessions are located. It's called the Grandview Hotel. And I saw the founder there, David Noble, and I said to him, I was 17, I hope you have a lot of answers because I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to think of that now, but at the time I was desperate. And, mm. and Dr. Noble's response to me really shaped me. He said, at Summit, we aren't afraid of questions. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I needed to know. I didn't need to know I was around people who had all of the answers. I know answers are hard to find. What I needed to know is there would be a community of people who were really seeking truth. You know, and, and Jesus says that the truth, the truth will set you free. And if you know the truth through him. So that was my experience at Summit Ministries, and it led to my relationship with the Lord. So now I have the privilege of helping other people get to that same place. But, you know, the, uh, when you think about developing a Christian worldview, there, there are three things that need to be done. And, and some of this is some of some, we, it probably takes some time to unpack some of this. But the first thing is our children really need to know what a Christian worldview is. Now, I, I prefer the term biblical Christian worldview yeah. because I want it to be, I want people to understand we're basing this on scripture. 
But we also take a lot of counsel from the wise people who over the last 2000 years have written about and explained what is in scripture. Right. So a biblical Christian worldview is a good term. You've got to know what it is. What does the Bible say we are? Well, we're image bearers of God. What does the Bible say the problem is with us? It says that we have that we have a sin nature. We have fallen into sin. And sin in scripture means departing from God's way. So God has a way that leads to flourishing and blessing. And we have chosen to not go on that path. That's the problem we have as humanity. And then Jesus Christ is our redeemer through his work on the cross and his resurrection from the dead. Jesus, as our savior, has said to us, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And then go he says, as you are going, make disciples of all nations. So uh, we're familiar with how, how that works. But what happens a lot of times, Leslie, is a student will say, yes, but what about this? Right. And it's usually a question like, okay, there's pain in the world. I've, I've seen it myself. Yeah. I've felt it myself. If God is really all good, then he wouldn't want that to happen. And if he's all powerful, he could stop it from happening. So how can what you say about God really be true? Yeah. Virtually every student comes to Summit Ministries with that question, and we, we help them answer it. They ask questions about, well, can we really say that we know what the truth is? Isn't that intolerant? Hmm. In other words, those big questions, uh, ha we, we have to get them on the table, not because we think we have answers to them all, but because our kids are asking them whether we have answers or not. So yep. we get the big questions on the table. So we have to help them get that sense of a Christian worldview. This is the harder part right here. There are counterfeit worldviews that are trying to answer those same questions. And this is where we spend a lot of our time at Summit Ministries. We teach there that there are basically five counterattacks against a Christian worldview. And by a counterfeit, you know, a counterfeit is an imitation of a thing that intends to defraud by passing itself off as the original. So I was in an Asian city and the man came up to me and said, Hey, do you want to buy a real fake Rolex? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, is it real fake or is it fake? It's a genuine because fake right there. Genuine fake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what he's telling me is I'm going to sell you a watch that will look like a really expensive yep. watch and people will be tricked by it. Well, that's what counterfeit worldviews do. They take problems that we know exist. For example, a, a, a Marxist worldview says that there is injustice in the world and that poor people are mistreated by rich people. Does this happen? It happens. We see it happening around the world. But then the Marxist plays a little trick on you and says, therefore, the solution is to, to destroy all of the, the rich people, or at least their influence, and redistribute everything so that everybody has an equal amount. Well, the fact that there is injustice in the world does not lead to that solution. That solution has never worked. It's always created far more misery than any benefit that it has given. So when we talk, uh, I had a student who, who was, had spent, she told me, I spent three years trying to convince myself that socialism is true. And in 45 minutes at Summit, <laughs> you ruined everything that I've been trying to convince myself of in the last three years. Well, it wasn't magic. It was just saying, hey, this worldview is out there. It's a counterfeit worldview. And here's the biblical solution. God has given us minds and he's arranged for us to have 
private property. And then, and then we can multiply our options. We can grow things. We can, we can improve the world around us. You know, it's not just about a jobs program where people get a job. It's about how do you be, how do you become a job creator? How do you become a person who blesses others and brings flourishing to the world around you? Anyway, the, so, so you understand the Christian worldview, understand the counterfeits. And then the third thing is you work on how does this, how this applies to every area of life? What is, what does this have to do with poverty care, creation care, justice, the use of force, technology, um, sexual brokenness, all of the issues that we face. And so we try to create a safe environment where students can hear about these counterfeit worldviews and learn how to respond to them so that they're not caught off guard when they are, say, at a university. Right, right. Do you think that, well, and to what you were just saying, it, the, honestly, the, the few session, sessions that I was able to sit in on, I was... It was fascinating and just really, really exciting the way that you guys presented and broke down different worldviews. I saw, I think, two or three of the alternate worldviews, and then I, I saw a couple of, of po more positive presentations as well. But it was really fascinating and instructive to me um, because I have never really... I, I've never broken them down that way. You know, I, I know big picture that what's wrong, but to actually have the meat and potatoes of how to combat it was new to me. And that actually brings me to my next question. Do you think that, that kids today, especially those, you know, through their teen years, young adults, are they being confronted with more than we were? I mean, I, the same worldviews are out there, but with media and social media and the, the, the digital everything is there a lot more access to it now because i just don't remember a lot of these conversations being as prevalent as they are now when i was younger uh, i think that's a fascinating question and I, i've thought a lot about it here's my answer see what you think about this <laughs> i think the these counterfeit worldviews are presented more compellingly today okay. than they have been in the past yeah so let's say I, most of my professors, I had a, got, went through a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, and a, and a doctoral degree. So I was in school for a long time. I counted up 72 different professors that I had during that time. Two of them were believing Christians that I know of. Uh, so I was with secular professors. And by secular, I mean people who believe that only the material world exists. There's no God. There's no Jesus. There's no Holy Spirit. There's no heaven. There's no hell. The only the material world, only what happens during our lifetimes here on this planet really matters. But I could discount that because I would look at the professor and say, you're a grumpy old man. And, uh, you know, I like you. I think your class is interesting, but I don't have to accept your worldview. Right, right. The presentation of a secular worldview today is so compelling. It's so slick. It's done through music and through yeah. movies through commercials that don't, they aren't even about, like no commercial comes on and says, we're going to try to convince it, you of a secular worldview. Exactly. The, and the most dangerous ideas are not the ones that are argued. They're the ones that are just assumed. It's just assumed that that kind of life is normal and natural. So engaging with the culture in any way convinces you of it. And there's no way to not engage. Uh, even homeschooling can't really protect 
right. kids from this, if, even if that were our goal, right? Because we still go to the grocery store and there's songs playing on and your kids hear them. And then they go to the checkout counter. The magazines are right there. They see all of it. So helping them develop the capacity to discern mm. the truth from the error, the good from the bad, the genuine from the counterfeit, and then to prefer what is good and true and genuine right. is, is part of our role as parents. Well, yeah, and they're confronted with it. You know, even you were talking about how slick and how well packaged everything is. That comes in reels. That comes in just everywhere they turn. It even, I think that with the growth of homeschooling, that people were really caught off guard by what that would mean to our co-ops and this, that, and the other, because the infusion of all of these different ideas um, is, is really coming front and center right to our doorstep now, which praise God, we have the opportunity to reach more people. This is awesome. But we don't want to not have our children prepared to discuss these, to discuss these things, to stand through because they're going to be challenged. I can promise you right now, because I've seen it with my own kids, they are going to be challenged in ways that you probably wouldn't have imagined as a parent. And so it is so critical to, to prepare ourselves, but also to prepare them as we've been talking about. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I love the fact that homeschooling is growing, but you're, you're, more people are coming in who have all different kinds of worldviews. They've been yep. raised in different ways. They've begun to assume certain things. But on the, other, on the flip side of it, what an incredible opportunity mm. we have to help disciple others. Right. You know, uh, the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to the obedience of Christ. And he's using a battle metaphor there, which I know sometimes un, unpopular, but his point is, is really, really important that we need to address the core ideas that people believe. And I'll just give you a quick example. A third of young people in the church today say they identify with the LGBTQ wow. community. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean they identify as LGBTQ, yeah. but it means they identify with. They've seen people bullied. They feel sorry for people who are unsure of their gender. But what's the secular worldview solution? Well, your identity is physical only because that's all that exists. There's no spiritual world out there. So whatever you feel chemically in your mind and in your psychology is true, that is what is true for you, right? That's the, that's the cultural assumption today. You know, when, when students come to Summit Ministries, we share with them what it means to have your identity in Christ. And our speaker on this topic is a, is a theology professor, a Bible professor, who is just so well-spoken and he's a man who came out of the gay lifestyle and he shares his testimony with students and how it was transformational for him to have his, his primary identity in Christ and not in his gender. Yeah. Well, that's huge. The students think, oh, okay, I finally get it. I don't have to have this, approach of, you know, I choose my own gender and things like that. My identity is in Christ and, and growing close to Christ is, is, is the beginning of how we deal with that. Hmm. So that's an example of something that I, I, I know virtually every young person yeah. is wrestling with. And even if they aren't wondering about their own gender identity, they certainly have friends who are. 
Yes, absolutely. So, well, and and I think what I've seen in my own family, you know, my youngest is 15 and even knowing full well what the truth is, being grounded in it by God's grace, I still am starting to see a lot of of statements that really are questions they seem like. Like, mm-hmm. well, this is just ridiculous because blah 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 blah, but my sense is that she's actually putting out there something but behind that is really a question and it it opens the door for incredible conversations because there's so many so many kids these days that are struggling with so much i never i never would have imagined that identity would have been such a a trip up for people um yeah, and it's right. so so again a, as we are preparing our children as parents um, I think that that there may be a little bit of a sense of overwhelm here and of, of ah, what do I do with parents? So before we, we finish up here, what do you guys at Summit Ministries do that can help prepare parents? I mean, I, if I'm sitting here making notes going, I got to get to the whole two weeks, but what do you have that could really equip us parents? Not just letting our kids go. I think that that's a fantastic idea. But do you have any any resources that we can rely on too to strengthen our own worldview, our own foundation? Absolutely. Well, you come to summit.org. We've got lots of resources available there. You'll see a resource section. It's essentially a library of all different kinds of tools, videos from our speakers addressing questions that students ask, uh, articles, and all of those kinds of things. But I'd really encourage parents who have children between the ages of 16 and 22 to seriously consider a two-week summit ministry session this summer. Mm. We, the, our goal this summer is to help these students develop an unshakable faith. That's our theme, unshakable faith. And those two-week programs take place in Manitou Springs, Colorado. And also we use the campus of Covenant College in Lookout Mountain, Georgia, which is a beautiful location. Students can come to one of those locations, spend two weeks with us. It's a very homeschool friendly environment. A lot of homeschool students are there and a lot of our staff members homeschool their kids or have been homeschooled themselves. So they, they get it, they understand. Yep. And, and then in that environment, students will hear great uh, Christian thought leaders like Dr. Sean McDowell, John Stone Street from the Colson Center, and so forth. And then they'll have small groups where they can process through all of these questions. And then they have one-on-one mentoring as well. Uh, plus, and I know you sat in on one of the sessions where Dr. Kathy Cook, who's one of the favorite speakers at oh, Summit yes. Ministries, uh, you sat in on one of her Q&A sessions. Yes. And it's, it's, it's brilliant, isn't it? Because you watch her sitting there in a rocking chair. The students are gathered mm-hmm. around. And they know they can ask any question they want. Yep. Nothing is off the table. That gives students such a sense of freedom and confidence. Yeah. It's not. It's a safe place. Not safe as in safe spaces to be safe right. from thinking, but safe to think, to ask questions, and and to make statements that are, as you mentioned earlier, the, those statements are questions. Every time yep. one of our children says something. Even if they say it in a negative way, it's a conversation opener, not it a is. closer, right? right? And if we treat it that way, then it's it's really powerful. So the two-week summit ministries programs, in fact, uh, we we love our new partnership with Teach Them Diligently, and are excited. To, I'm excited to be at Pigeon Forge. But if you just go to summit.org/slash/diligent, 
then you can sign up and it, it will remember the our computer, however it does it, remembers, <laughs> oh, that, you have probably heard about this on the podcast. And here's the key thing. Uh, if you sign up before March 31st, there's a $200 early bird discount. And if you put in the code diligent22, then there's an additional $100 for people who are fans of uh, the Teach Them Diligently podcast. That is so awesome. Yeah, just org slash diligent and then uh, diligent22, and that'll give you... Uh, a good price. And listen, Perfect. if if I know a lot of families are saying, man, inflation is killing us right now. This is really tough. Would you let us know that, please, when you reach out and get in touch? Because uh, we have had donors who have said, we want to help kids get here from families mm -hmm. that are having a tough time. Yeah. We don't want to turn anybody away because of the, the finances. Um, and you'll have to save up some to, to make this happen. A lot of times churches will come alongside and say, we'll help. Yep. And of course, I always like it when the students themselves do some work to help pay for it because then they've got skin in the game. Right. Uh, but if the Lord wants you to be here this summer, we want you here and, and we'll just start this journey. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, I'll be sure and link that um, all of that information with the discount, the discount code, the the direct URL, so that you guys can go find that and really dig into what Summit has to offer. Um, so where else, though, before we go, can they find you guys? Where can they connect with you guys through social or, or whatever um, in case they just want to start following to get kind of that daily drip of information that you have? Well, th there are some really fun, fun ways. I, uh, number one, I have a podcast. It's called the Dr. Jeff Show Podcast. And if you just Google Dr. Jeff Show Podcast, you'll see it pop up. In fact, I just interviewed one of our Summit Ministries graduates who is a homeschool young man who's studying law at mm. Liberty University right now. Joshua Broom is his name. It was a wonderful conversation. And if, if especially if you have a child who says, yeah, I don't know, I'm not sure I want to go away for two weeks. Watch that program with Joshua. Cool. That would be really good. Second thing is we do a newsletter called Reflect, and it addresses worldviews in the popular culture. So the songs that are playing right now, the movies that are out right now, how do we process them from a biblical worldview? And that's a free resource. It comes out every Friday, and mm -hmm. you can find that at summit.org as well. And then, of course, we do have a Facebook page and Instagram and all of that as well. So you can find Summit Ministries in those all over the place right yeah all over well that is awesome and i will i will go find all those links make sure that it's easy for you guys to find um and connect with them because i have a feeling you're going to want to dive a little deeper into this get a lot more information than we were able to cover in this short podcast but uh Jeff, thank you so, so much for joining us today. It's been exciting. It's been encouraging. It's given me a lot to, to dig into a little bit more. And I'm sure that everyone who listened in felt the same way. I'm really glad. I am so excited. I, I can't imagine a more significant time for us yes. to be alive. Uh, mm -hmm. God's placed us here. Like Esther, we are here for such a time as this. And our children are here for such a time as this. And we have the opportunity to do what we can to encourage them to, to be people who have purpose, who are not aimless, people who have a strong faith, not an indifferent faith. And as a result, be able to be a blessing to the nations of the earth. 
Yep. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again for joining us today. And everybody out there who's listening in, I hope that this has been a great encouragement and help to you. Um, If you have any questions, never hesitate to send them in. If there's anything else that we can talk about, uh, we would love to do that. Um, And be sure that you check the show notes for today's episode as we will have all of that information and you definitely don't want to miss the information on those discounts and all the resources that Summit has to offer. So uh, be sure and check those out. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that every family is called to teach them diligently. So we're here to help. We would love to get to know you this year at one of our four live Teach Them Diligently events. And then throughout the year, when you become part of the Teach Them Diligently 365 community, check out the notes from today's show for more details about what we discussed today, as well as all of these other resources that Teach Them Diligently has to offer. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon.